Welcome back to the radio, and welcome back to Dealing with Dr. Ken. Okay, we are answering questions. Let's see if I can find my... Uh... Honestly, I have no idea where my, um... where my Skype is. All right. <clears throat> Another mystery. All right. What kind of bugs do you have to deal with in Panama that we don't have in the U.S.? Honestly, none. So this whole thing about tropical diseases is just a big scare tactic to create another medical specialty. So when I first got here, I thought, oh, my God, it's all these tropical parasites. <laughs> but it turns out a parasite's a parasite. If you drink clean water and you poop regular, you're pretty much good to go. Um, again, as I've mentioned before, Malaria has been renamed. There's malaria, then yellow fever, then dengue. Now it's called Zika. Same illness. And this constant renaming just conceals the fact that it's never been cured. So, but again, turpentine, vitality capsules, clean water, clean food. That's pretty much the size of it. Um, and people down here live about as long as they do in the United States, pretty much without health care. So there you have it. How do you remove a parasite from the ear? From the external ear, you can just uh, vinegar water solution will flush it right out, not a problem. If it's in the inner ear, then um, you can use um, garlic drops. And if it's a little further in than that, then again, turpentine, vitality capsules, regular bowel movements and cleansing, and it'll go out through the regular channels. She looked it okay during pregnancy. I would think so. I don't know. I would think so because it's simply a natural mineral. This is an excellent question. Terry says, why does eating bad food impact people, some people, more after they switch to clean eating than before when they ate bad food all the time? The bad food has a very high fat in, in uh, content and that fat confers protective results. That's number one. Number two, when they go to clean eating, I don't know what you mean by clean eating. Let's just say clean eating means eating boneless, skinless, lean meats. Um, they don't have organ meats. So the organ meats are no, no longer in their diet and the fats are no longer in their diet. So they actually are exposing themselves to a different type of malnutrition. I have composite fillings in my teeth. I feel that I have been suffering from heavy metal toxicity my whole life. What should I do about it? Let's look at the composite fillings. I believe composite fillings have no mercury in them. Exactly. So there's no, there are no heavy metals in composite fillings. So uh, if you're concerned about heavy metals, then composite fillings are not your problem. The answer is you should do nothing about your composite fillings because they have nothing to do with your heavy metal situation. What is the best way to treat and prevent fever blisters? Believe it or not, don't have a fever. How do you not have a fever? Um, the number one cause of fever, to my observation, in the United States is dairy products. That's the number one cause. Number two cause is dehydration, lack of water. Number three cause is constipation. 
But if you address those three causes, then you're not going to get fever blisters. Can you say more about mottled skin and legs and how the candida cleaner diet can fix it? So mottled skin and legs is caused by undigestible impurities, and the candida cleaner diet has removed from your diet anything that's not digestible. So anything your body's not designed to digest or poop out the bottom end is not in the diet. So that's how it works. It's okay to add meat to the candida cleaner diet. I don't understand the question. But let's just say you're a meat eater. It is okay to... Uh, do the diet and just cut your meat intake in half. Do you only take turpentine once a week, Dr. Daniels? No, I take it as often as I can get around to, which is about three times a week. <laughs> Hi, Annette. Al says, my sister has Caposia sarcoma. Okay, so now what she's saying is sister has AIDS. So if you can Google AIDS, AIDS rash, I did that one day. Oh, well, first of all, Way back when, in the dark ages, call it 1982-83, when I was in medical school, AIDS was um, characterized by Kaposi sarcoma, which is a bluish-purple raised rash with an irregular roundish-type border. All right? This is the definition, 83. So if you Google HIV rash now, every rash shows up. An allergy rash qualifies, a purplish rash qualifies, a boil qualifies. I don't care what you got in your skin, any kind of rash, pimple, oh, must be AIDS. So literally, uh, the definition of AIDS has, has expanded to whatever um, because the disease is imaginary anyway. So your, your sister does not have Kaposi's sarcoma. She's got a skin rash. Okay. Probably about the turpentine protocol, but she's not sure this will help because she has tried so many other things with no response. Okay. Help her celebrate her next birthday. Celebrate a birthday every day. Just chill. It's her rash. She can keep it. It's actually harmless. Um, that's the bottom line. Now, if she wants to get rid of the rash, she doesn't need to go so far as turpentine. She can just do vitality capsules, extra strength, uh, you know, hydrate poop, and clean up her diet. It's okay. Take turpentine with organic cane sugar. Terry, I can tell you not read the report. So go to vitalitycapsules.com, download your free report, and read it. How do you clean your enema equipment? Excellent. <laughs> I'll cut to the chase on that one. Uh, I replace the cord that goes from the bag to my body. I replace that periodically. Um, I used to go through this big cleaning ritual, which took like an hour. But um, so I, I run water through it at least once a week, just do it a do a flush, and then I um, replace the tubing whenever uh, I decide that it's dirty enough. Does shield you have a particular taste? Yes, it does. Tastes like uh, tar. Kitty says no. I mean like spiders or roaches or things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. We have a lot of lizards. Indoor lizards. There's lizards in the house, ants, you know. Um, at the moment, I don't have any lizards. Thank God. <laughs> um, the lizards are harmless, and they eat uh, the other bugs that you don't like, and the lizards just uh, run around if you have them. 
What do you use to clean your water distiller once it gets calcified? I use citric acid. Terry, no, by clean eating, I mean that process. Yeah, Terry. So trust me on this, Terry. People who eat clean are not eating organ meats. So I've never seen a clean, clean diet uh, that includes organ meats. And I, the paleo diet is trying to lean more towards including organ meats, but uh, you know they're, they're moving slow on that. But your vegetarian diet, your vegan diet, your South Beach diet, your Mediterranean diet, all these diets do not include organ meats. So uh, whatever healing diet you're following, you're, you're going to become more sensitive a lot of times and weaker because the organ meats are not included. How come someone feels nausea and heart palpitations while performing an enema? If you're using coffee, you've got too much coffee that causes the palpitations. And um, the nausea because the pressure is going up this way. <laughs> and so you're, because you're so clogged up. Okay, friend's dad is in the hospital for his potassium, which is very high in the 200s. All right, so Devin, you got to go get your facts right. 200 potassium, he's, he's dead a long time ago. So the range of potassium is uh, about 4.2 to 5.5, pretty narrow range. So once you get over 10, pretty much done for. So most times you can uh, lower the potassium very nicely just by drinking water and having some diarrhea. Virginia, hello. Anne says, what about amalgams that have mercury? Again, I don't worry about that stuff. If you feel good, you are good. If you don't feel good, then I would look for more immediate causes like your diet or your intake, and I would adjust that first. <laughs> what is a Facebook hack or workaround? So the... Um, Facebook has a policy they've started, apparently, where you have to schedule Facebook Lives in order to have them. And so I did schedule a Facebook Live. Uh, their system was only able to accept PMs, even though I put in AM. And um, so I couldn't do the Facebook on that page. The workaround was to do the Facebook Live on a different page, which is here we are today. Does calf liver feed cancerous tumors? Not that I know of. And as usual, you make nothing but good sense. <laughs> Thank you, David. <laughs> this program is one to save for later review here in the good old USA where the powers treat us like mushrooms. They dump poop on us and keep us in the dark. Yes, they do, but once you realize that's happening, then you can make uh, take action to get out of the dark and to not uh, eat the poop. If kombucha can possibly cause a frozen shoulder, yes, it can. What about other fermented drinks like sauerkraut juice, root beer, or ginger ale? Can they also cause problems too? Yes, each one has its own problem and its particular indications. So if you have a frozen shoulder, you would not eat kombucha, but you would eat sauerkraut juice. You would not eat root beer or ginger ale. So, you know, again, what you're interested in depends on which beverage you're going to drink. Carmen says good afternoon, so you must be Carmen in another time zone. Joyce. Joyce says, I ordered Vitality Capsules and still have not got them a month ago. That is right, Joyce. So, Joyce, we have been having difficulties because 
each ingredient goes through three sets of quality screens. First, we do an actual photometry screen to be sure that the ingredient is the ingredient that we have in the label. Believe it or not, several of our providers have shipped stuff to us that plugged that screen, so we couldn't use those. The next screen it goes through is a screen for microbes. So the actual ingredient, we now know it's the one we want, we put it on an auger plate and culture to see how many bacteria grow. Believe it or not, many ingredients have flunked that screen where they grew too many bacteria. So we couldn't use those ingredients. And then the final screen is for heavy metals. And believe it or not, some ingredients have flunked that screen where the heavy metal content was too high to put in Vitality Council. So, if Vitality Capsules were available today, today, then you would have an ingredient in Vitality Capsules that flunked at least one of those screens. So that is the cause of the delay. However, Joyce, if you just send an email to Shalee, we can send you a refund. We'd be happy to send you a refund. We know that it has really been a, a long process. For us, it's been extremely difficult. Usually, uh, it is not this difficult. We actually start sourcing ingredients uh, about two and a half months before we expect to be out of stock. So you can see this process of sourcing ingredients has been much longer than in the past. And right now, our final ingredient has arrived at the manufacturers. They, they are going to begin manufacturing on Monday. Yay! This has been extremely stressful for me. Believe me, it has been stressful for me. Um, and so we expect that the production will probably be done by Friday. Then it will ship to our order fulfillment house. It has promised us that they will ship immediately as soon as they receive the stock. So that basically, if you add up all those delays, it means that your product will ship within one to two weeks. <clears throat> yes. Oh. So it really is a, a difficult process. And this is why, by the way, most supplement manufacturers no longer use herbs. They use extracts, derivatives, or processed portions of the herbs because the processed portions of the herbs can be set aside um, and be available for years and years to come. Whereas um, when you're sourcing the actual herbs, that makes you vulnerable to these types of things. Having said that, we have now done what I've told you guys to do. We've gone straight to the farm. We're talking directly with the farmers um, to see how we can get and secure a supply of the ingredients we need at the quality that you need in order to have a good product. So Joyce, thank you very much for the question. Thank you so much for your order. And this has been a difficult process for us as well as you. We do understand. Uh, if you decide not to wait, Send an email to Shali, info at vitalitycapsules.com. We'll refund your money. If you do elect to wait, then we give you extra bottles for waiting. So you can check with Shali on those details to see how many additional bottles you'll be getting and also to decide if you'd like a refund or not. We'd be happy to accommodate you either way. All right. All right, Fran's going to order extra strength today, but they are still in stock. 
How could Terry knew? How could those things cause a frozen shoulder? Terry, good question. Basically, they have too many um, bacteria in them, good or otherwise. We won't even get into that discussion about good and bad, good and mm -hmm. evil. But they have too many organic organisms in them, and they don't have enough of a cleansing action. Basically. Okay, are there any ingredients in Vitality capsules that are binders to help carry out and cling to toxins, or is the increased bowel movement enough? If not, what do you recommend? So there are no binders in the Vitality capsules. None whatever. They don't bind the ingredients, and they don't bind the impurities in your colon, and they don't bind you. So it's purely get the stuff out. So to bind the toxins, the number one thing to do is to eat more water-rich vegetables in your diet. That is going to help loosen and bind toxins. So that's the natural way. Uh, if you want to go the next level, that would be bentonite clay or activate charcoal. I don't recommend those until you're pooping three times a day. Then when you add them, they might lower your pooping to two times a day, and you can just increase your vitality capsule. If you start with them, then what's going to happen is you're going to get bound up, plugged up like cement in your belly, and then you could get into trouble. So first you want to get a flow going at least three times a day. Then you could add a binder like activated charcoal or bentonite clay. Terry, again. The cause of angular chelitis is malnutrition. The cure is changing the diet. Again, adding more connective tissue, pig's feet would do it. Al Crokin, thanks, Dr. Daniels. You're awesome. You're welcome, Al. Graciela says, good morning, my beautiful angel. Thank you, Graciela. Good morning. <laughs> Virginia says, okay, good. I'm just being paranoid then. <laughs> So Terry knew. What do you think of the new carnivore diet? Claim is you can eat all the nutrients you need from eating loads of tail and don't actually eat any vegetables or fiber. Okay, that is every diet's claim, which is we can exclude certain foods from the diet and just eat these narrow ones and you'll be fine. That is just not true. So now, if you have a person who's been vegan forever, then yes, they can probably get nose to tail. If they start eating meat nose to tail, they'd probably do just fine for a long time. However, what I found is the best combination is to um, eat a carnivore diet anywhere from one to five days a week and eat a vegan or raw food or water fast the remaining two days. And that, that seems to be the best All right, we are going to Please don't go. No, please don't go. Because I don't want to stay here on my own. Oh, doctor, doctor, can't you see I'm burning, burning? Oh, doctor. Folks. We're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. 
with all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then Common Core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down. Vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. I'm getting older and noticing that my body just doesn't work as well as it used to. So I like to keep fit as possible by hitting the gym a few times a week. Recently, I started having a nagging bicep pain and it got so bad I couldn't even lift the weights. When I was complaining about it to a friend, he told me about Angioprim. He said chelation helps remove toxins, heavy metals, and cholesterol in veins and arteries that may cause blockages. You know, after just one week of taking Angioprim, the pain was gone and now I'm back in the gym full strength. Scientific research proves the active ingredient in angioprim has superior oral chelation action that helps promote cardiovascular health. So to learn more, go to angioprim.com. That's A-N-G-I-O-P-R-I-M.com. Or talk to a trained consultant. Call angioprim toll-free at 877-882-7221. You'll feel better with more energy. Call 877-882-7221 or go to the website angioprim.com. Give such delight We all leave before morning light Please don't go No please Hi, Scott Daniels, and welcome back to Young with Scott Daniels. These are always gone. <laughs> all right, we're answering questions. Uh, I have to somehow let my producer know that I can't find the questions. I can't see the questions. I can't see the callers. Um, be really cool about it, uh, honestly. Uh, I have three screens. One of them just went out. I don't know how to put it, get it back going again. Yeah, I don't have a box or a heart is what I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) 
give me the names and I'll say I'll you know go from there. Okay, we have Lauren in California. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Hello. Hello. Hi, Lauren. What's your question? Can you hear me? Oh, I found it. All right, we got it. Okay, Loretta in Texas. Hi, Loretta. You there? Dr. Daniels? Yes, who am I talking to? This is Loretta in Texas. Hi, Loretta. What's your question? Thank you so much. I so, I've been following your show for so long, and um, I'm actually coming to Panama in September on Jackie's relocation tour, so I hope to see you then. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> pardon me. My one question is, um, I've been informed that I have, quote, a fatty liver, and I am a cancer survivor. So I don't trust nor believe doctors because I've been cut on so much. So right. what can I do to help my body? Right. So a fatty liver is a dietary issue. So... Um, the best thing, simplest thing to do for a fatty liver is just to eat some liver. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> simple. <laughs> okay. Now, I um, also have, usually I have uh, a couple of glasses of wine with dinner. And... Oh, stop it. Stop it right now. The two glasses okay. of wine is to give you a fatty liver. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and stop that, that right now. That will also help you get your cancer back. I don't need that. So no, deliver once a week. Yeah, you one drink a one week or less is what what you need. Personally, I okay. I have one alcoholic drink every two years. Well, maybe On that either Christmas or New Year's, one of the two. Okay. Thank you so yeah. much. You're welcome. Okay. Good luck, Loretta. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. We have Yvonne in New York. Hi, Yvonne. Hello. Hi, is this Yvonne? Hi, yes, it is, Dr. Daniels. Um, oh, hi, how are you? I haven't seen her for you in so long. I hope you're doing well. No, I think about you often. Oh, good. I think about you, too. How's your husband? I think he's doing quite well. I'm okay. Wonderful. <laughs> I think I'm, actually, I'm really, and I'm, I'm sure you, you look just fantastic, that's what I have to tell you, so you're doing, I know all the right things. But I want <laughs> Thank to, you. the reason I'm, <laughs> The reason I'm calling is because my brother has a blood clot in his leg, and also yeah. he's also been diagnosed as um, Lyme's disease, and he has paralysis of his mouth, difficulty in eating, and so on. But poor he guy. just developed this. Um, what was that? I said, poor guy. I know it. I know it. I I feel so bad. And he's so thin. He's lost so much weight, and but he's a very he's always been a very strong person, you know. So he's still plugging along, but he uh, just developed his clot a few weeks ago. He'd been working in his garden. He thought that's probably what happened because it did happen the day after he was in his garden. And um, so he did go to the doctors and they said, use a stocking, I believe. Um, pretty much that's it, and put the leg up. So what would you... Oh, great, wonderful. At least the doctor didn't give him a blood thinner. Oh, God, I was so hoping he wasn't going to even even mention any such thing. And sounds like God he, didn't, he didn't did not talk. mention it. So yeah, just give them a, you know, just mix a quarter cup of apple cider vinegar, a tablespoon of uh, cayenne pepper, shake it up, and have them take a teaspoon about mm, 
every hour while awake for a day, and then he can cut it back to like four times a day. And he'll see that uh, the swelling and pain should go away very nicely. Okay, because he hasn't gotten comfortable. Um, now, can I, can I have the formula one more time? I know you said a quarter cup of vinegar, was it? Yep. And a tablespoon and of it. cayenne pepper. And a t- one tablespoon of cayenne? Yep, shake it up. And how much water? I'm sorry, how much water was that? No water. There's no water in that. No water. Just that, one quarter cup of vinegar and one tablespoon of cayenne. Yep, it's the whole, whole, the whole recipe. But he should be drinking water just as a regular, you know, everyday I thing. I think he is doing that. Now, what about the, um, um, and how often do you say? You say every hour while awake? I'm not sure. Yeah, for the first day. And then he can cut it back to four times a day. Okay, first day. And that's pretty much all he should be doing? Very simple. It's very simple. Um, as okay. far as his Lyme okay. disease goes, have him listen to my recording about Lyme disease. So educate okay, himself. Okay, I will. Okay, well, All right, wonderful. Well, I'm glad the family's doing it. otherwise well. And uh, say, everyone, say hello okay. to everyone for me. I will. Thank you so much. We okay, you. you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we have Jane in Maryland. Hi, Jane. Jane, are you there? Okay, we have Anthony in California. Hi, Anthony. Uh, high, high uric acid levels in the body. Okay, you have high uric acid levels. Anything else going on, like gout attacks? Oh, I had one uh, that they uh, diagnosed me with some sort of arthritis, osteoarthritis. So I was like, oh, it's got to be. Uh, I did my research. Then I talked to you a couple of times. I uh, came to the conclusion that it was just uh, uric acid crystals that uh, were probably in my, uh, my big toe. Yeah, yeah, arthritis and big toes is always gout until proven otherwise. <laughs> well, well, the, when I went when I went to the hospital, the doctor uh, she said it wasn't gout, although I thought it was because I had drank cherry juice for about a couple of days and I felt you know fantastic. But they said it was uh, arthritis. But every so often, I still feel a little you know a little something in there every so often. So I was like, uh, it's got to be. Uh, uh, uric acid crystal still at my uh, my left foot, my left toe. Yes, yeah, so you've got to change your right? diet. You have an ongoing dietary situation or issue that's causing this situation. So the way uric acid uh, works basically is the liver makes uric acid to ha- try and help the kidney get rid of toxins. How cool is that? So if you increase your bowel movements, then the uric acid goes straight out into the toilet and doesn't get routed over to the kidneys. Or to your tissues. Right. So in your case, increasing right. your water, increasing your bowel movements, and then you got to figure out what you're eating that's causing the high uric acid. Uric acid is a byproduct of protein. So if you're eating something like skim milk, for example, that will cause uh, uric acid. But you've just got to figure out what in your diet is causing the problem. Right, right. Well, I, uh, you know, like I uh, said a long time ago, I, I was drinking a lot of wine and beer, but I eliminated that. And uh, I feel a thousand times better. I just, sometimes, you know, I can feel just a little still in there. So I'm like, hmm, could be uh, crystals around that area there. Yeah, so that's what you do. Just increase your water, increase your bowel movements, and you'll just poop those crystals right out. And then if you want, okay. if you need me to examine your diet for you in detail, you can get an appointment. On, you can just do that online from the website. 
Okay, great. Okay. okay. Hey, well, thanks a lot, Doc. You're welcome. Bye, Anthony. Appreciate it. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, peace. Okay, we have Jane in Maryland. Hi, Jane. Hello. Hello. Is this Jane? Hi, Do- yes, ma'am. How are you, Dr. Daniels? I'm fine. Great. I, I appreciate you so much. I really enjoy um, your, um, your videos, your study. I've been following you for a while. I have a question. Um, unfortunately, I was in a head-on collision that um, mm-hmm. I severed my neck and my lower spine that I had rise and my um, neck and my lower back. And are I, you in a wheelchair now? No, thank God I'm not. Um, I do have per- um, paralysis and um, I have problems. But um, I superseded. God is good. So um, I still have a lot of pain constantly every day. And my nerves are so irritated. Uh, of course, the doctors, they put me on the medication that um, I have a lot of side effects from them. So I really can't take the medications. I went through their um, their um, pain management um, courses that they had there tried so many medications that I really can't take. I had um, bad side effects of heart palpitation. I actually passed out, stopped breathing. It's just mm-hmm. so much. So I've been trying to go um, holistic naturally to try to get the um, pain to go down. Like my hand swells up all the time and it just constantly hurt. I have headaches that don't go away. The medicines that they put me on um, gave me... Um, made my headache worse, the gabapentin, the soma, the yeah. lyrica, all that stuff is really bad for me. And I end up having GI bleeds with ibuprofen. It's just, it's nothing that I can really take. That um, I'm just so sensitive to uh, manufactured medications. I tried the turmeric and ginger. They help pull the inflammation off, but it gives me a bad headache. And I believe it's the turmeric. Because I can drink the ginger, I make like a ginger tea, the ginger root, I boil it down, and I use molasses, uh, blackstrap molasses and lemon. That helps me go to the bathroom a lot, so I'm doing good with that, but the pain is not going away. So what so else can I use? How many times a day are you going to the bathroom? I, every time I urinate, I have a bowel movement, so I'm constantly eliminating both ways. So maybe like five times a day. And I do, I did the gallbladder liver flush. I did it four times so far. And I do, if I don't have a movement more than three times, I do the salt water flush. So I'm constantly cleaning out. So my pipes are pretty flowing well. It's just my, um, this inflammation um, and my nerves are so irritated. Even when I lay down just to go to sleep, my hands get so tight and fat and numb. And, um, and my lower back is just spaz and my toe curl is just really hurts. Sometimes I just got to get up, just can't even lay down. So I don't know what else to do. I go back to the doctors and they like, they don't see anything. I'm like, okay, then explain this to me why my nerves are bothering me. I, I know it's more likely they don't want to do anything else because you try to repair something and it will just get worse and understand that. I don't want to have any more surgery, but I need something to help calm my nerves down. And I don't know what else to use or do. All right, so let me make sure. I just want to repeat this for the Facebook people because they don't, they can't hear you. So basically, you had a head-on collision. Your spine was severed in two places, but you're you're able to walk. 
Yes. You have pain every day. You can't take the medications, and you've tried the gabapentin, the ibuprofen, and the Lyrica, among others. You even had a bleed from the ibuprofen, and you've tried the turmeric and ginger, but you get headaches possibly from the turmeric, and uh, you're right now having about five balloons a day. You did three liver flushes, and uh, you're trying to figure out what to do for the pain. Correct. Yeah. So it sounds like the best thing to do for the pain at this point, since you're pretty well cleaned out, would be to eat a brain, either pig brain or cow brain. Brain? Okay. Yeah, because what's really happened is your brain material, your spinal cord, is what's been damaged, and your brain has been damaged by the um, trauma of being banged against your skull during the car accident. So the problem is you don't have the building blocks to repair your brain or your spinal cord. You've cleaned out all the crap and trash. So so Uh now your problem is you need the spare parts to make the renovations to make the repairs. And so that would be eating brain. And that's just a research project you have to do to find out where to get it and how to get it in your area. Okay, I can do that. Now how would I prepare, like... um so just steam it, um, boil it, or? Yeah, there's lots of ways to prepare it. You want to boil it at least 30 minutes. That's number one. But you can eat it with eggs, eggs and onions, or you can eat it with, um, you know, mix it up as, as a pudding or something like that. Well, but if you know in the United days? States, in the United States, they're going to tell you, oh, my God, you can't eat that. It's it's filled with prions. It's going to make you stupid and destroy your brain and actually... Uh, cause mad cow disease. There have been no cases of mad cow disease in the United States. There is something called Jacob Kreutzfeldt disease, uh, which is believed to be the same as mad cow disease. There are cases mm-hmm. in the United States, actually quite a few, 200 a year. Not one has been traced to a cow. Okay. So there you have it. In other Thank words, you. mad cow disease, as far as we know, is imaginary. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, you're welcome. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, we have Frank in West Virginia. Frank, are you there? Bothering me. Oh, yes. Can you hear me now? Now I can okay. hear you, yes. Great. I, I have an issue that's been, um, at least it's not been bothering me, and that's not painful, uh, but a couple lumps on the palm of my dominant hand. And I say I don't, and the, and I kind of narrowed it down to two possible reasons. Maybe you can throw in a third. But uh, I got a new phone shortly before the uh, the one showed up, and then there was another one that showed up a month later. So I, I they're connected to the tendon, and I was thinking, could this be a not the old my Not hearing you very well. You're kind of going in and out. Is Oh, okay. Can you maintain your distance to the mic, like, get real close? Okay. Can you hear me a little better now? Yes, it's better. Okay. Uh, in, on my, uh, the palm of my hand, there's two lumps now. They started out with a larger lump on one tendon, about right, almost in the center of my palm, uh, my, uh, ring finger. And they, they're non-movable. They're hard. And, uh, the second one came about, about a month later. Now, I... I think it might have been from my phone. Uh, my God, there was a size uh, that also started to 
utilize the unused just for extra. Uh, I think perhaps it's there in the sheath of the tendon. And it's not painful. It, it doesn't even move when I flex and extend my fingers. It, it's stationary. Now, I do, I, I do uh, the bicep capsule. Uh, I have three bowel movements a day. I do your diet, candida diet, and uh, pretty good on that. Um, I probably don't get enough connective tissue. Uh, I was thinking perhaps a non-malignant tumor or two of them. Uh, perhaps it's a tumor. I don't know, but that's my guess because of the coincidental problem. So obviously this is not medical advice. And anything you do as a result of it is, of course, uh, your responsibility. I accept no liability. But yeah, it sounds pretty harmless to me. Um, so whenever you have a lump that increases in size and then decreases in size, it's not cancer. So just forget that. That's not an option. So you have these, these lumps that have appeared, and, and one of them has, been, has decreased in size. So I think the connective tissue angle it probably would be the best. That would be uh, either chicken feet or pig's feet is what I would uh, go for. Okay. I've uh, tried the pig's feet, and they're really atrocious, the only source I have. Uh, but the uh, pig ears, uh, would, would that work? Uh, not really. It's not that kind of tissue you're talking about. You're talking about more of a tendon, and there's no tendons in the pig ear. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I'll uh, I'll see what I can find in a way of uh, better sources. And uh, okay. Sheep. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a chance back to uh, normal and not have that lump anymore? I can't understand you. You have to get closer or something or get a better connection. I was I was wondering if if it is a tendon issue, is it a chance that the uh, scar tissue or whatever that is will go back to uh, normal again? Yes. Okay. Great. Great. Well, I'll be looking for that, and I'll certainly take your advice and and uh, give you a progress report if I see some changes here in the future to your okay. other. Callers will be encouraged. Thank you so much, Dr. Daniels. You're such a blessing. Okay, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we have Lauren in California. Daniels, can you hear me? Now Hi, I can, Dr. Yeah. Daniels. Hi there. Oh, wonderful. I'm so glad I'm able to reach you. Um, so my question is, I developed a discoloration around my mouth, uh, primarily underneath my bottom lip. And I'm, I'm pretty dark-skinned, African-American, and it's kind of like this, my pigment was stripped. It's like completely pink. So I'm wondering um, what I could do to get my pigment back. I do not have a history of vitiligo in my family. So I would like to know what I could do so that um, the pigment will come back again. The question is what's caused it. Are you... so? You might be eating something or wearing makeup. You wear makeup now? Not really. And I didn't do anything different. I think I, I might have come into contact, uh, like topically, with something that irritated my skin. It hasn't gotten worse. So whatever I was doing, I've stopped. But it hasn't gotten better. Like I said, the pigment hasn't come back, and it's been about six months now. Um. 
Well, I would say it sounds like if you've stopped doing what caused it, the pigment actually will come back. It'll take a while, like uh, maybe even a year. But you oh, need boy. to so think like lipstick. There's a problem right there. Um, if you're eating any kind of acidic foods, uh, you know, you just have to pay attention to that. And so I would, uh, you know, just really pay attention to anything you might be eating, vinegars, whatever, that might be irritating that area under your lower lip. The next thing to do as far as repairs go would be to eat more um, skin-type foods that would be like... Uh, um, pig jowls, pig cheeks. That would probably be the, the closest thing that would work. Um, I don't know what your availability is, but something like um, pig mask, M-A-S-K. Um, so pig mask differs from pig cheeks in that the pig wow. mask includes the pig lips and the part that would repair your damaged part the best. So if you live in an area where you're near, say, a Chinatown or a Hispanic market, then you can get pig mask. And okay. you just boil it up um, in a uh, stew, basically. I'm sorry, boil it up in what? A stew. Okay, pig mask. Okay, and in uh, a completely unrelated injury, I had a keloid on my forearm, and I never go to doctors, but the dermatologist injected it with a cortisone injection. Steroid, yeah. The keloid, yeah, the keloid completely flattened, but it left a patch of raw skin on my forearm that now looks worse than the keloid. Right. Is there so anything change, I could do to get color, that pigment? No, change your color white, is that correct? Yes. Exactly. So that's the damaging part of the steroid. It basically killed your melanocytes. There's really not much you can do for that. Uh, just hope that father time helps. But yeah, steroids are bad news. So you shouldn't take steroids either as injection or any other way. Okay, so I can just hope that in time the pigment will come back there. Right, right. And that helps you know who your real um, friends are and they'll accept you the way you are. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then pig mask and, and what have you to hopefully grow the skin underneath my lip back, correct? For exactly. the pigment to come back. Yeah. Okay, Dr. Daniels, you're a goddess. Honestly, you're so amazing, and I thank you so much for your service. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, so I'd like to, with that, put in a plug for my monthly uh, membership course. Uh, this allows, because we're not going to get to all the questions today on the radio show. We've got 10 minutes left, and we've got, like, tons of questions. So um, the monthly membership, which is Home Healers Course, teaches you how to be the healer in your home. So unlike what Dr. Al Kaplan says, every piece of healing does not need to be uh, accompanied by a financial transaction. And you get to heal in the comfort, the privacy, and better yet, safety of your own home. And included in this course is two live question-answer sessions a month, as well as a module series, series of modules, that teach you how to handle common emergencies at home, teach you how to look at your health situation, your body, and how to heal yourself, as well as the question-answer support. And information on that is... Hmm. Oh, wait. I have it here. 
<coughs> on the website, but I'm going to post it. Uh -oh. I'm going to post it on, on Facebook. Okay. As I said, Vitality Capsules will be back in stock. Yay! Or will ship in about uh, two weeks, for sure. We're pretty sure. All right. We have Tabitha in Missouri, of all places. Hi, Tabitha. Mr. Daniels, thank yes. you so much for taking my call. So I have my husband who has high blood pressure and high cholesterol. He started bruising really bad and developing like a shingles-like looking rash. Mm -hmm. So I had him go to the blood pressure doctor and mm -hmm. he did some blood work and said that some bacteria is attacking his platelets. Sent him the next morning to an oncologist who did blood work and said, we're going to put you on steroids for 30 days. So he's taking, he just started yesterday taking steroids, antifungal mouthwash, and a new blood pressure medicine. He, he's on steroids and an antifungal oh, steroids. mouthwash. Yes. Yes. Hmm. And so my husband also has vitiligo, and as a child, he had ulcerative colitis, and they did a J-pouch pull-through surgery. Jesus so Christ. he's quite the case, but I don't want him to take these steroids, and I'm trying to figure out how to naturally deal with this bacteria that could be attacking his platelets, and I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right, so first of all, you're totally off in the wrong direction. If he does have, have bacteria that is attacking his, his whatever, the steroids yeah. will only make those bacteria grow bigger and stronger. Okay. So if we're going with the bacteria theory, his therapy, steroids and antifungals, are going to make the bacteria uh, really rage out of control. Okay. Well, I didn't say so we're on the wrong path, So we're going path, with the theory that the do. therapy does not fit the theory. Okay. But more precisely, let's forget the theory, when you put steroids with an antifungal or antibiotic, you create cancer. This okay. is not good for your husband. Okay. I like, know, I know. Yeah. Uh, so that doesn't make any sense. So his problem is that he's got a platelet deficiency. The question is, yeah. how low are his platelets? And the answer Same. for that is, if they're, uh, let's just see what the treatment level is for low platelets. It's called thrombocytopenia. Did they tell you that, thrombocytopenia? No, but I, I figured that out on my own, just from research. So what's the platelet level for thrombocytopenia, and what's his platelet level? He might not even have it. Well, his platelet level went from 14 to 12, but they also drew blood twice in one day, so it's like you know, I, I don't know, but I'm not a doctor, but I would think that that would decrease it. But like I said, I'm not the professional. <laughs> That's why I'm calling you. So said his level was what, 14? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it went to 12 the next day when he went to an oncologist. Okay. All right. Got it. So here it says dangerous internal bleeding can occur, which means it doesn't always when it gets below 10,000. So he's not at that level. Okay. So what he needs to do is, 
First of all, what kind of diet does he follow? What's he, what does he eat? Oh, my God. He's horrible. I, I'm telling you, I, can't, I, I have such a hard time. His mom has him believing that he needs to just have calorie intake because when, they, when he had ulcerative colitis, they took out most of his intestines and they took out his colon so he doesn't absorb nutrients. You know, um, and so she she just well, let's be precise. Is he about, having diarrhea? Does he have diarrhea because they took out whatever they took out? Oh yes, chronic diarrhea. We're talking like bowel explosion four or five, six times a day. Yes. All right. So what he should do is he should stop eating alcohol, milk, or all these liquid. He's probably got him eating liquid beverages to improve his calories or something. Um, I mean, he drinks like a probiotic drink, um, like a, a yogurt probiotic drink. Um, he does consume milk. He drinks a beer at All least All I said is stop his beer and stop his yogurt and stop his milk and his platelets will come back up. Really? Yeah. And as far as like the, the platelet problem, um, a cat bit him like three weeks ago. No, no, Do you no, think that that... that if the cat bite was a problem, he would have an infection at the cat bite with red streaks up his arm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and there was no creases, so. Okay, so you don't really think that there's much to worry about then. Oh, no, he's going to drop dead. He'll die. Don't worry about it. If he doesn't make dietary changes, he will die. He's on his way out. <laughs> make sure your insurance is yeah. paid up. No, it's serious. Mm -hmm. But the question is, is he serious? His condition is serious. Death got that. But the question is, is he serious? If he's serious, the steroids and antifungals are not the way. Okay. okay. It's his milk so and I... his uh, yogurt and his alcohol. Okay. All right. Well, that is wonderful. I appreciate you. And like I say, you help so many people. Thank you for taking the mask off. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. All right. We, let's see, we've got six minutes. I think we have time for one more question. Uh, Shardell in Illinois. Hi, Shardell. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi. Uh, how you doing? I was calling and inquiring about um, if a person is in stage four with a uh, kidney, uh, renal kidney disease, uh, is there anything that a person can do? Is he on dialysis yet or no? No, I'm not on dialysis. I, I'm it. Okay, yeah, so the person can, um, you can increase your bowel movements and that will uh, allow your bowels and your liver to take over the function of your kidneys. So basically it's, it comes down to just about done your diarrhea. The next thing you can do is you can do sauna treatments. Uh, if you don't have a sauna, you can just fill your, your tub with hot water and get in, and you'll sweat, and that pulls the toxins out through your skin. And then oh, you can okay. go to um, Amazon and buy something called multi-sticks. Multi-sticks allow you to monitor your kidney function at home using urine instead of blood so you don't get anemic from all the blood tests. Okay. So those are some basic okay. things you can do. Yeah, and you can, you know, obviously you're, there's something wrong with your diet, but... Um, Probably an appointment would be better to go through your diet, what you're doing, what you can change. But the least you can do um, is 
monitor your own kidney function with urine sticks instead of blood draw. So a lot of so a lot of doctors will tell you that you have anemia from your kidney failure when actually your anemia is coming from all the blood they're taking from you and all those testing. Oh, okay. Is there a, a diet that I can get on? Yeah, go to com and download the Candida Cleaning Report, and that is a very good diet for kidney issues. What you say? Go to where? Vitalitycapsules.com. Vitalitycapsules.com. Oh, okay. And that could help me. Okay, because I was reading that. And, yeah, read um, that report, and that diet is very good for uh, kidney situations. Okay, it, could that... Uh, uh, would that could the kidney rejuvenate? Exactly. Yes, it could. Oh, okay. Okay, then. Thank you, and I'll be continuing to read up on you, and um, uh, I'm gonna uh, order the capsules. All right, excellent. Yeah, for your situation, the extra strength is better. Okay. 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 So thank you. And I'll be continuing to listen to you. Okay, you're welcome. All right, so I'd like to remind people that Vitality Council will be back in stock or shipping in about one to two weeks, and the special will end at that time. So you'll be getting emails on that. All right, we are done. That is the music. As always, think happens, and we will see you next week. Just standing there I thought I was only dreaming, yeah I kissed you then And then once again Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs>